Fika is a very Swedish custom which basically means that you take a break from your activity to have a cup of coffee or tea and maybe eat something sweet. In Fika with us, we are inviting you to join us for a Fika and listen to different topics regarding international student life at Linköping University. In this episode of Fika with us, we are joined by Rebecca, Emily and Romy. We will talk about what it's like to live in a student corridor here at Linköping University. My name is Julia, let's start the Fika. Hey everyone, I'm so happy to see so many faces here today. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. I hope you're doing fine. Uh, and today uh, we have three different guests uh, from three different corridors here in Lean Shopping. But before we get started with this, I just want to explain to our listeners what a corridor room is. Because I don't think it's very common outside of Sweden. Yeah, not really. No, right? So it's it's like a dormitory room, basically. Um, it's usually something around 20 square meters with your private bathroom, but you do share the kitchen and common living spaces. So I think usually you have seven room, seven corridor mates that you live together with. More or less. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on the corridor. Yeah. And well, as you already say, depending on the corridor, the The equipment in the <laughs> corridor also depends. So some corridors are uh, furnished, at least partially furnished. Some corridor rooms are completely empty where you have to provide your own furniture. And I've also heard that some corridors are very fancy. They have saunas in their basement. Yep. yep. Um, I hear a little bit of jealousy. I want to I hear about that more later, <laughs> later on. But yeah, here, here in Sweden, uh, especially if you're a university student, um, I would say this is the cheapest way to live or the cheapest way of having a home here. Um, so it's very affordable for students. It's, I think, great to make friends. I mean, those seven people are forced to live with you, but <laughs> you might as well make friends on the way, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to hear about all your experiences. Um, we have Rebecca from Corridor in Flamman, which yes. is a student housing which is located quite close to Linköping's like, downtown city center. Yes. Um, and then we have one corridor, Romy, um, yes. which is located in Valla, or Eerblosset, yeah, as the like Swedes would between, say. Between uh, Campus US and Campus Valla. Exactly. I think that's like the perfect location if you study at both campi. Yeah. Um, and lastly, Emily, uh, who lives in Ried, which is this, the biggest student area. The only yeah. shopping, I would say. Yeah, it's the mainstream. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. All right. So we've covered name and where you live. But I would really like to know what you guys are studying, how long you've been living in a corridor. And tell me, what's your favorite fika? <laughs> Should I start? Yeah, go for it. All right. So I'm doing the master program in applied ethology and animal biology, which is a very fancy name of saying I study animal behavior. I started in autumn 2020, so I joined Sweden in the middle of a pandemic. Um, Fun. <laughs> but it's, it's been going well so far. I'm pretty lucky. My master is quite practical and we managed to keep uh, a lot of the things there. Um, I've been in the same corridor since, but not in, always in the same room. So when I first moved in, I was in that corridor 
um, different room. And so for the second year, I got kicked out, but I managed to get a room in the same <laughs> corridor. Um, so yeah, I'm very happy with the corridor I'm living in. And my favorite type of fika changes all the time because I'm not uh, much of a cake person. So people would think that I don't like fika, but cheesecakes are the exception and most recently uh, my boyfriend sent me a picture of a lemon tart he made and I was like I really really want to try that <laughs> lemon tart now that sounds delicious yep so I'm just gonna say lemon tart because I've been dreaming about that tart for a while now <laughs> if you plan on baking it please invite me I'm happy to be your tester <laughs> I'll be there too <laughs> <laughs> all right all right plan happening plans happening mm-hmm. All right, Emily. Yes, so uh, like uh, Julia said, I live in Reed, also in, in the corridor, and I study international and European relations, the master program. I started in August 2021, still in the middle of a <laughs> pandemic, to be fair. Um, so also not the normal uh, introduction to a program that you might have wished, but still very, very fun, and very, very fun in my corridor. Uh, some of them also study masters. Uh, some of them are Erasmus students, uh, so really nice. And when it comes to fika, I just can never say no to a typical cinnamon bun. That's like uh, that's my go-to. It can always go for that. It's, yeah, I know it's the cliche answer, <laughs> but it's like it's good. It's like really yeah. nice. So I agree. I, I would go for a cinnamon bun straight away. Yeah, you'd I ask think me. that's mine too. Yeah, <laughs> cinnamon bun is. <laughs> Go it's just to. so good. <laughs> it's always good. I actually made the best of the other day. There. It was a bit dry though. <laughs> yeah, okay, I guess it's my turn then. Yeah. Um, I studied the uh, uh, biomedicine program, uh, bachelor's, and I started in uh, autumn of 2020. So uh, Still in the pandemic? Still in <laughs> I, the see, pandemic I see yeah. a common theme here. <laughs> There's a pattern. Yeah. yeah. And actually a bit similar story to Rebecca. I also lived in the same corridor, but not in the same room. I've moved away from the kitchen. <laughs> was that a good decision? It was a good decision. It um, Every time there was a party, I would... Uh, not sleep. Everything, so... <laughs> yeah, good decision. Yeah, I think I downgraded, to be honest, because now I'm closer to the kitchen. Yeah, I didn't get kicked out, though. Oh, uh, no, I, I got kicked out. <laughs> what did you do? But I do want to say I didn't get kicked out out of bad behavior or something. <laughs> I, I uh, was, it, because of the pandemic, there were so many people from outside Europe that just didn't come to their program. And so the university uh, offers housing for exchange students. But because so few showed up, they actually opened up their usual rooms that are just reserved for exchange students. They open it to master students. So I actually got a room from the university. Okay. Um, wow. But they only do one-year contracts. So after that year, I got kicked out, okay. but not Fair because enough. of bad behavior or anything, but, but just because the room had to be available for the 2021 exchange students. <laughs> okay, I feel like it's good that we clarified yes. this. <laughs> you, you sound a little bit like a criminal, to be honest. Oh, yeah, no. Maybe she stole some uh, lemon <laughs> Not <tarts>. at all. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, if you decided to stay in the corridor, that that must mean that you really liked it. But it was also just very lucky. (laughs) So as someone from the corridor was moving out because like she finished her her master's and she got a job in Stockholm. So it was obvious that she was going to move out and student bus daughter was kicking her out. Um, So, yeah, I saw her room like the ad for her room online. And uh, I saw the the point system, like the queue system, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to get this room. But I still applied because, like, worst case scenario, I get an email saying, sorry, this room went to someone mm. else. 
Uh, and I knew that I was going to get kicked out anyway. So I was just kind of desperate at that point. So I just <laughs> applied for it. And uh, then I forgot about it. And then weeks later, I got an email. You got this room. And then I talked to her and I was like, I'm going to live in your room now. <laughs> and she was like, really? Because like one person came to check out the room, but they were just super unenthusiastic. And they were like, is the pub loud? And she was like, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> that, that's a good point. And then you're she went up. to see the kitchen <laughs> and, uh, and she was like, is the kitchen always this dirty? And she was like, <laughs> uh, sometimes. <laughs> she didn't really try to sell the room at all. So that person ended up rejecting the room and another person asked for a video, which she sent. And that person also rejected the room. So basically, eventually I got the room and I was like, heck yeah, I want this room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. nice. Super lucky. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, why did the two of you decide to move into a corridor room? Um, so for me, it was definitely the easiest option because I was living in Switzerland by the time I got accepted into the program, which was in April uh, last year. So it was e very easy to look up. And I'm actually used to living in uh, shared apartments with other students. So where you mm -hmm. share bathroom and uh, the kitchen. And... Basically, I was very excited when I got accepted here. So I basically immediately went on all the websites, also saw the queue system <laughs> and thought this is never going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> and then I started applying to a few different uh, different rooms. And I actually applied for the unfurnished rooms. Uh -huh. So I have a room without any furniture, which I really like because I could like I had some still which I wanted to bring. And then I, I got the rest along the way, either from... The obvious option of IKEA. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Yeah. The unfurnished room. Yeah, and then also from I have a very nice armchair from a secondhand store, which is love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I really enjoyed that, and I got that room pretty quickly. So it was fairly easy to get to get yeah into that corridor, and it's definitely now been very fun. And um, yeah, great. That's nice to mm. hear. Uh, for me, it was basically just like the cheapest option and uh, because of covid we like we couldn't meet as much uh, with the class uh, our new yeah. class and new people and stuff like that so um, basically it was just a way of getting to know people and at the same time live very close to our campus and uh, very cheap too so mm -hmm. yeah uh, at the beginning I, I saw it as like a uh, just not a permanent solution so just uh, maybe a year or something like that uh, but then it just uh, yeah it turned out pretty yeah. good so <laughs> i'm not moving <laughs> yeah. nice yeah. i mean you only have one more year left yeah one so and a half one and a half ish and then a master's yeah. maybe so yeah <laughs> well i'm, I'm sure, sure the while. corridor is happy to hear <laughs> yeah. um and that actually brings me to a topic like how is social life in in a corridor like is it social do you party all the time? Do you, do you, by the way, do you have to be a social person or can introverts live in a corridor as well? Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you, you want to elaborate on that? Um, yeah, so I'd say for me, I'm, I'm kind of both. Sometimes I like to hang out and go out, but I do also value my privacy and be alone in my room for a day and just not socialize. So that's definitely possible, especially because you have that own bathroom. I very much appreciate. I didn't have that before, so I very much appreciate that. And um, no, but in my corridor, we do like to do like dinners during the weeks, um, like once every two weeks or something, do a dinner together. We're not much of a party corridor. 
I'm a bit glad about it because <laughs> it does get very rowdy on party corridor. Uh, so, yeah, but we do do dinner and hang out and watch a movie together. So it is very, very fun and social at times. But you can, if you want, not participate. And nobody will, will judge you for it. It's, it's okay. Everybody, everybody just enjoys the time. How, how is it in your corridor, Rebecca? You live uh, in Flaman, <coughs> and to, to give people a heads up, Flaman is known for its student pop, um, <laughs> right below the corridor buildings. Um, I actually have a friend who lives like literally where you queue for the club, oh, which yeah, is yeah. on top of the dance floor. <laughs> so her sleep schedule changes during the weekends. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. How is it for you? So I don't live above the pub, which is quite nice. But I am facing the courtyard, that, so I, I definitely hear the pub. So I, I wouldn't exactly recommend Flaman if you have trouble sleeping, like insomnia or thing like that, because it's definitely not going to help you. For me, it was fine because I've just always lived in student cities, so there's always like a background noise, especially on, on typical party days. And I, I can say Flamand has bit the reputation of being like the party living area. <laughs> um, But I also identify with the fact that I'm not a crazy party person and there are days where I'm like, I don't, I don't wanna I don't wanna talk to people today. <laughs> um, and and it's it really is amazing that you have your own bathroom because then you don't have to see people and you always know that people are gonna be in the kitchen at specific hours. So around lunchtime and dinner time, there's always gonna be someone in the common room. But if you go to the kitchen and it's like maybe 3 p.m. or something like that, then I there's not really anyone around. So you can avoid people if you want to and obviously no one forces you to go to parties that, that would just be <laughs> very very sad um but my my corridor definitely has social activities we we do fika every sunday at 8 30 p.m which mm -hmm. is quite nice because we just i mean we just sit down and, and we talk about our week and what are we going to do next week And uh, two people are always responsible for baking fika, so we demand homemade fika. That's nice. Sounds Ooh. very nice. Lemon tart. Am I Lemon tart? No, not, <laughs> not yet. Not I yet. might suggest that to my corridor <laughs> to be But a lot of uh, clod cock. <laughs> <laughs> But we also have uh, more like lively things, like we had a crayfish dinner and especially the Swedes got very excited. So they bought like little hats themed, like crayfish <laughs> themed hats and plates and all of the things. And we, we had decorations and balloons and they, they went all out with the crayfish decorations. And then we had actual crayfish and it was just really nice. And it's quite common like to have a Christmas dinner or things like that. It's, it's quite a social corridor in itself. But obviously, if you don't want to, you don't have to engage yeah. at all. And I think that's that's the nice thing to point out. I mean, it's very easy to be social if you want to. But it's also perfectly normal that I don't see someone that lives in my corridor for a month. And then I happen to see them in a kitchen. I was like, oh, man, I haven't seen you in like a month. And then people are like, yeah, life's been crazy. And then you talk yeah. about it and you leave again. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really just up to you how much you want to socialize. Yeah, but it, it's really good to hear that like it's usually mixed. It's international students and Swedish students. Yeah. And I think that presents a pretty perfect opportunity to learn some Swedish. And I would At say in Flamman, that's where the social Swedes are, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you want to learn Swedish quick, 
move to Flamengo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. It's How pretty is it much the same yeah. for me. Uh, it's like we don't have as much like planned activities as you two. Um, I don't think I've ever met anyone living in Yerbloset. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we we basically like the first six months were really like uh, unsocial. The the corridor back then was like a big big party corridor. I it's remember. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> so. First of all, it's like underground, so the party, uh, the partying, like all the noise, the guards never find it. So the, <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter how much complaints you get. Almost, uh, the partying kind of keeps going with loud music, and uh, no one cares. There's also an extra exit through the window right yeah, into yeah, the definitely. garden. <laughs> so if the guard ever finds it, yes, no, no, no worries. And then climb uh, out the window. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it is like a party corridor with like a built-in bar. Um, wow, I yes. want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to your corridor. That's now. Uh, that's how it was back then, uh, but then they kind of uh, rebuilt it. So now there's not as much uh, parties. I haven't uh. had one since the <laughs> rebuild. Um, but uh, after six months of me living there, my uh, friend from uh, Stockholm uh, also moved into the same corridor. So, I mean, we don't have planned activities, but kind of just he knocks on my door every. Every day kind of <laughs> bothers me. Are you home? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you want to talk? Yeah, Are you okay kinda. to be social today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, not any like planned uh, dinners or so every week. Um, well, I think you should suggest that because they're usually... Yeah, I mean, fun. we do have dinners together, but it's not planned. It's more like, are like you hungry? Thematic dinners. <laughs> crayfish hats. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sounds we almost like a little family that you guys have there. Oh, oh yeah. for sure. Super I mean, fun. sometimes a bit too close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, We've had our moments as well, yeah. Uh, this, yeah. Uh, this one time I forgot to lock my door and my friend just opened the door. Are you sleeping? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> And then he just came and jumped into my bed. Oh, okay. Yeah. That does sound like <laughs> I, I don't think I would be okay with that, personally. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I think that's a bit too much. <laughs> But I would say that a corridor is, is, is basically something for everyone. Like, no matter yeah, if, you're, so. if you're so. social or Definitely. not super social. I mean, I everyone mean, the only problem could be if you like, like cooking and um, you are not social. Then, like, yeah, could you be do hard, have I to guess. meet people to yeah, go and cook. It's like, that's true. Uh, unless you cook after hours. Yeah, yeah I've done that. I've stayed <laughs> until like three. If in the you're morning, on a Portuguese schedule, then no one's going to be <laughs> in the yeah. kitchen at that time. <laughs> I think Portuguese is the same as us. Hmm? Portuguese is the same system, I thought. Or what? No, I mean we just have late meals. Yeah, like it's different times. Swedish people will have dinner at like six. Isn't that normal? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> In Portugal, you have dinner at maybe eight. What? But yeah. I think it's because it's usually warmer. In Por- like in Portugal than it's in the Sweden. Exact reason why it's just something we do. It's the same with lunch. We don't have lunch at twelve. No. We have lunch at one or two. But yeah. how do you not get hungry between like eight in the morning and two? You snack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> and between two and eight, I guess you snack more. You snack? Yeah, you have like five o'clock snack. Yeah, that's yeah. quite common. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> you, you a little something. It's not called fika because that's Swedish, but we also love our coffee, even though I don't love yeah. coffee. I, I thought I everyone know. was the same. I don't fit in. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so it's so a corridor, you know. You get to know different cultures. And I heard that people, when they do organize like cooking evenings or something, that they cook different cuisines every week. So I think oh. it's very nice. Yeah, we do that actually. And it's it's amazing. I'm a bit of a picky eater. 
all of my friends have now realized this. <laughs> and my two Indian choreo mates have made the best, some of the best meals I've ever tasted. And that's basically the best compliment you can get on your cooking. <laughs> if, I, if I take seconds and if I love it and I've loved all of their meals, it's, it's amazing. I've already ordered, I've already told one of them, I want that exact meal on my birthday, please. <laughs> Give me. He's like, he's like, okay, okay. Nice. It's your birthday, I will make that. My birthday's in May, so. <laughs> okay, so looking while. forward to that. But it's yeah. already planned. Yeah. <laughs> it's planned. That's nice. Yeah, okay, so I have one very straightforward question for all of you. What is your favorite thing about your corridor? It could be a person, a piece of furniture, the sauna, the laundry machine, whatever. What's your favorite part about the corridor? That is tough. Oh, for me, it's for sure my corridor mates. Yeah, I have a lot of fun with them. We, we annoy each other a bit, like jokingly and all around, but it's very fun. And I've heard from a lot of people that They don't have that much fun in their corridors, but it always depends on you and if you initiate these these social activities. And we do that a lot, even outside of the corridor. So, um, yeah, it's definitely for me, it's, it's the people mm. who got really lucky there. Uh, for me, it's definitely uh, being underground and not getting any sun at all. At least you don't start missing it during winter. Cause True. Yeah. I mean, there is like five minutes of sun during the each day in the winter and we don't get any. So, <laughs> no, but it's probably the same. That sounds rough. It's like uh, I really like uh, the people that live there too, mm. and uh, but at the same time, the, the good thing about the corridor is you can like separate yourself when you. You need can it. lock the door yeah, when just, it's needed. Like, you, you have your own space, but still very close contact with people. So yeah. you never feel alone, but you can be alone if you want to. Uh -huh. If that makes sense. All right. I have two answers. The cliche one, it's the people. Um, <laughs> but it is true, especially last year, we had a really, really good dynamic. And we have rooms from the university that are always rented to exchange students. And last year, especially, all of the exchange students were staying for the full year. So it wasn't like people were coming in and then immediately leaving, because I felt that a lot this year. Mm. They're just staying for a semester. And that's just like very short to truly make a connection with a lot of people. Um, but last year everyone stayed for the full year and it was just such a nice dynamic and I mean most things were closed so it's not like we could go out and socialize but I really liked the fact that we could stay in and socialize so we have the the fika we had the thematic dinners like we had we had a Halloween party where everyone dressed up and and it's just a party for the corridor so it's just the people that lived there so you can party like without having to worry about it because you already live with these people and you're yeah. kind of like staying in that it's isolation group yeah. yeah so we had like our Halloween party and and we did like room crawls which is like a bar crawl but instead people pair up and then you go from room to room and in in each room there's a different drink based on a different theme and I it's like if the theme <laughs> is movies then you pick a movie and you could be like star wars and then you dress up as darth vader or you could do like indiana jones and then you dress up as indiana jones and you have a drink inspired by indiana jones or whatever but you could have themes like i don't know animals or countries and yeah we, you can really get creative with it and i i really love that creativity specifically and then the non-cliche answer is just i hadn't realized how big the rooms were going to be when i first moved here i don't think i've ever True. had that much space for myself how big is your room it's 20 square like yeah. it's the it's the 20 square meters like it's the standard, standard. one it's the standard 
Yes. yes. I, got, I got in and like mine was furnished and it came with a bed, like the um, a bookshelf, desk, uh, a chair. I think that was it. Yeah. And then lamp like, too. Uh, or mm? do you not get a lamp? Yes. We get two lamps. Ooh, a desk lamp fancy. and a bedside lamp. Uh, and then like the closet is built into the little corridor. So that just clears up a lot of space within the actual room. And I just love that. And then at some point I was like, I want a couch in my room. I have so much space. I want to put a couch in my room. And a lot of students give away free furniture when they move out because they're like, so I'm not going to carry this couch everywhere. I bought it secondhand for maybe a hundred crowns. So they just give a lot of things away for free. So then I had a couch in my room and I was like, it would be great if I could have a TV in my room as well, <laughs> then I could watch it from the couch. And then I got a coffee table because someone left a coffee table out. And then I got a TV for pretty cheap and I had a TV. So now my room is essentially like three different rooms in one. Like I have a little <laughs> corner for sleeping where my bed and my bedside table are. I have the corner for chilling, which has like the the bookshelf is a separation between my bed and the couch. And then there's the couch, the coffee table and the TV pointing at it. And then there's the corner for working, which is my desk, like my chair. And I bought a nicer chair secondhand so that I could like sit at it for hours and hours because that's what we do during a pandemic. <laughs> Uh, I even got a beanbag. I wanted a beanbag since I was a kid and then I found it because someone just left it out. So my room was like three rooms in one and I just love my room. I don't think I've ever loved my living space as much as I do now. And like I have my own bathroom, like I don't need to share that with anyone. I can have all my things nice and organized. No one uses my shampoo. <laughs> and if there's a mess, I know it was me. <laughs> and you're the only one that is responsible. Exactly. For I cannot it blame it on anyone Not else. I actually them. need to be an adult and clean it sometimes. Yeah. But I mean, I've heard so many nice things about living in a corridor right now. I'm also running I bet there are like some really like bad sides to sharing a corridor like what are the ugly sides of corridor life is it always um, is it always dirty in the kitchen um <laughs> you know be honest I, okay i came into the kitchen today and had a bit of a shock it was very clean <laughs> um yeah it does get a little rough in the kitchen at times definitely it was very rough when i moved in i remember my uh, parents dropping me off and we walked into the kitchen and basically walked out backwards again as slowly as possible, so not <laughs> abort, to touch. Abort. Yes, it was it was literally an abort mission, and um, yeah. But then a lot of new people moved in with me in the corridor as well. So we started. We did a um, deep clean of the kitchen. Basically, it was very it was very rough, but we did it. And now the mess we make is our mess again to be fair it's it's our mess we know and um yeah but it's it's sometimes a bit much but usually it's it's fine do you have a a plan for cleaning so that people share responsibilities is that you try to, to have a plan you, you try okay yeah we <laughs> you try to we do as we at least always have somebody responsible for the trash so the yeah. trash it gets taken out uh cleaning usually what you make, what you do, put it away again, yeah. and so on. But we had a period where our uh, dishwasher was broken. It took like a month or so That's to, um, for a new one to arrive because I actually had to exchange it. That was, that was very bad um, <laughs> because if eight people eat and cook multiple times a day, it gets very crowded and not 
many plates were left by the end of it. And um, yeah, but usually it's fine. You get a bit used to it. In my case, I think Ta- the yeah. washing machine breaking is like my biggest nightmare. I yeah, hate it's, doing it's dishes. <laughs> I hate doing dishes so much. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you also uh, talked about like, of course, the kitchen utensils. Is that something you need to buy yourself, or is it something that's, you know, in the corridor that you are it just free d- to use? Depends a lot. Yeah, I think it depends on the corridor. In my corridor specifically, we even have way too many things in our kitchen. <laughs> like it doesn't really fit in the cupboard sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to buy anything at all. But then it's also the thing like this has been in a student corridor for a few years, so it's not like the cleanest sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Some people like to pretend that they clean the pans after they cook. <laughs> so um, some students definitely decide to like buy their own pot, a, a pan and, and maybe like and a knife or something themselves. so that they can have that for themselves. Yeah. I can recommend knives because our knife, the kitchen we had at the kitchen, the knives we had in the kitchen, they do not cut. So a sharpener for that. We actually have a knife sharpener because I'm someone sure. got super annoyed at that. <laughs> I'm sure that somewhere in the mess of our drawers, you will find one as well. But then I ha- I bought a known knife. I also have a known pad, but otherwise, it's pretty stacked yeah. with stuff. I go the same way with yeah. the like. At least we have some stuff in the corridor. Uh, we have quite a lot of stuff, but. Uh, but you want your own stuff because uh, you can never trust that people will clean them. To be honest, I didn't buy my own stuff. I just bought my own Tupperware because, yeah. I mean, oh. it, we have a cupboard, which gives me anxiety because everything's <laughs> just thrown in there. <laughs> oh. uh, but I, I just too. don't trust the Tupperware. So I bought my own Tupperware. Um, but the rest is just like, there's just so many pots that I just didn't think it was worth it. And like, you're cooking the food, <laughs> which means you're also getting rid of all like possible <laughs> And obviously, if it looks really bad, then I just wouldn't touch it. But most of them are like, okay. Yeah. No, but <laughs> the pots are fine for our kitchen. But I have a problem with people using the fork in the pan. Oh, no. oh that's horrible. Which some of my oh. corridor mates have done. So, and a lot of the Why? pans are very scratchy. So, this stuff sticks to it. Oh. And I, I hate cooking like yeah, that. Yeah. So, that's no, why that I bought is, an that own is pan. Unacceptable. But our pots are fine. <laughs> they're they're yeah. beautiful. It's like you're, you're frying halloumi and then half of it is in the pan. Yeah. It's like, yep. no, no. That, is, that ruins your day. <laughs> okay. Or so, worse, half of your pan is in the halloumi. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> even worse. Okay. So, we conclude you don't necessarily need to get your stuff because most of the times they already are equipped with like pots and pans and cutlery and all that yeah, yeah. but if you <laughs> if if you want to you can you can get your own stuff and it might make it makes your life a little easier I would my, say. R- my recommendation would just be wait until you get here yeah and, and see inspect your kitchen and yeah. see how things look and then Either go to Ikea or check out like secondhand groups or something oh. because a lot of people moving out end up selling their stuff because like, why am I going to take a pan with me back to my home country? Mm-hmm. So they just sell it for a pretty affordable price. So I would just say don't, it's not worth it to bring it from your home country at all. Mm. Yeah, from yeah. a different country, I can imagine. But the, the tip I got from my cousin, actually, when I moved uh, to the corridor, he said, uh, buy everything or bring everything that you would need in a normal home. Uh, why? I mean, I guess because uh, you're going to need it at some point either way. Like after you're finished studying, you're going to move uh, move to an apartment or something, and then you're going to need everything. So it's not like I will throw away the stuff I bought. 
No, yeah. I mean, you do yeah. need blankets and like covers for your bed because that is yes. definitely yes. not provided. Yes. Oh, true. Yes. Yeah. And so even if they important. were there, you wouldn't You would use not them. want to use them. So also, I'm saying that people shouldn't bring anything, but I brought my like hand blender, yeah. which <laughs> also doubles as like a baking, like a, oh, what's it? Like a, like a mixer. Yeah, a mixer, yeah. which mm. doubles as a mixer. I brought that all the way from home because I was like, I need my blender slash mixer. <laughs> this is a lifesaver. I, I, I relate to this, so no judgment here. <laughs> I brought a lot as well because I already had it and I wasn't going to leave it yeah. at home yeah. to rot, basically. Yeah. So. I, I can imagine it's harder to bring from a different country, but uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I just moved from like two hours away, so it, was oh, not, uh, it wasn't not that Not nice. so bad. <clears throat> That's yeah, so privileged. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but looking at the good and bad of living in a corridor, would you do it again? Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> nice. That's that's Consensus. all I wanted to hear. <laughs> and my very last question is, how can you get a corridor room? What do people need to do? Sign up for the queuing system. Yes. Just create an account. It's free. Just do it. Even if you're just considering that maybe one day you might want to come to Lynch Hibbing, just do it because you only have to log in. I think it's once every six months or mm-hmm. something yeah, and exactly. you keep the points. So just do it. Like it's free. Do it. It sends you an email reminder when your points are about to expire. You just log in and it's fine to do that. That's really like, that's all you should do. Sign yeah. up for all yeah. the websites yeah, and, and the websites there. Like you can easily find them by Googling, I yeah. would say. Yes. yes. Google for corridor room lead shopping and you find plenty. Or just of student them. student housing. In exactly. Campus. Yeah. Yeah. It should be and pretty there's lots of links from the actual university itself. Yeah. yeah. Like articles. It's really hard to miss it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you gotta look for it. <laughs> all right. Perfect. Thank you all for coming. Thank you. I hope for, for having uh, us. us. Yeah. Yes, I hope this was you. a a useful uh, insight to how it is like to live in a student corridor. It was. Yeah. Uh, it actually sounds sounds pretty fun. Um, <laughs> I'd be is. up for it. So yeah, thanks again. You have listened to Fika with us, with me, Julia, and this episode's guests, Rebecca, Emily, and Romy. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Lean Shopping University on Instagram and Facebook. If you'd like to hear more episodes like this one, make sure to subscribe to Fika with us and rate us on Spotify.